0: request uh, uh, Shri Ashok ji to switch on his video. Uh, Namaste, Ashok ji uh, Let me please uh, say a few words uh, about you before uh, uh, you can begin. Um, Shri Ashok Chougleji uh, is an industrialist and a very uh, well-acknowledged leader in shipbuilding industry of Goa. Uh, his uh, group of industries, you know, their concerns include a vast range of business areas from mining to fisheries. He studied economics at Bristol uh, University in UK and uh, he did an MBA at uh, Case Western Reserve University in the USA. Um, he's had very deep interest in Hindutva since 1991 and he's currently the working president external for Vishwa Hindu Par- uh, Parishad, and he works very closely with the Sangh. He's passionate about uh, Sri Ramajanabhumi movement. Which he sees as one that transcends the mere bricks and mortar mortar aspects. He's a regular contributor of uh, articles and other writings on various political and cultural issues uh, related to Hindutva. He is an author of the book Christianity in India The Hindutva Perspective, published by Hindu Vivek Kendra in 1999. So I now uh, request uh, Sri Ashok Chaukleji to start his. Uh, our presentation.
1: Thank you, uh, Sri and And particular thanks to uh, Indica uh, for inviting me for this program, inviting me in my capacity as uh, senior office bearer of Vishwa the uh, The theme of my presentation was, I think, as was said, was beyond bricks and mortar. And this is really what I uh, what I would uh, what I will uh, dwell on. Now, what I uh, in many ways uh, both uh, Minakshi Ji and narsimha Ji, uh, even though they were uh, they had what can be called say a little bit called technical presentations, they did go okay to the uh, uh, you know to the areas okay which I wanted to talk about, and I'm really thankful for them. Uh, because okay it gives me uh, an opportunity to do things okay beyond okay what uh, what, what uh, uh this what is, what is there. uh i'm having a little problem Sri university okay i think uh, is it uh, because i don't i, I see your particular uh, i think uh, image on, on my screen uh I, I, is, I, is everybody able to hear me are you able to hear me what i'm saying Yes, yes, we see you okay. and we hear you. Okay, okay, thank you, thank you, thank you very much. Now, uh, as I said, okay, I wanted to go beyond, okay, like as I said, Sri Ramacharya has rightly said, okay, beyond okay, case of bricks and mortar. Uh, so this is really a civilizational issue. The, the civilizational issue is what we called, said that, you know, Ram, we called Ram, a Malyada I an ideal person to be uh, emulated. Now, considering okay, like the status of, of, of Sri Ram uh, you know, in our society, uh, which I think Atalji had, uh, had, had, had rightly said, that the Ram Janma Bhumi movement is not just about Ram Mandir. Can you imagine an existence okay, uh, uh, without Lord Ram? Our lives, philosophy, culture, art, he is uh, uh, he's everywhere. And this re- is really what is called what Can be said is the crux of the matter, and I think you know this is what we want to what what we have to remember. And it, if you really look at what Minachi uh, ji has presented, you know G did not really invent anything. You know she did not go like saying that uh, let me so spend my time going into so for really the details and going into uh, uh, you know what what was there. And an interview, or like go to the particular various places. She just reported, okay, what already information that already existed in various books. Now she had to put them all together uh, for the purpose of this uh, of of her exercise. Uh, in a you see, but it's an information that was available to anybody, uh, and therefore, okay, what is happening? This one of the role that I think today Indica is playing is is in many ways. A role, okay, that should be played by what what should be called, uh, you know, mainstream institutions uh, of, of inquiry, mainstream in institutions of, of, of intellectual mantan. Uh, Indica, okay, I think has he, uh, is, is playing that. And this is something that I see uh, in, in my particular work related to Vishwanda Parishad, that there are like so many institutes, okay, all over the particular country, Which is uh, doing something that work that what would normally be expected from mainstream institutions, which unfortunately, okay, they are failing to do it. And in some ways, okay, what uh, uh, Narsimhaji said, okay, that uh, this the the, you know the arguments, okay, made by the leftists uh, and the falsehood of those arguments, okay, they have no consequences, okay, to bear. And that is something that going forward, I think from this you know we, we will have to look uh, we, you know the society will have to look into uh, in, into those, those aspects, is what kind of consequences okay these people have to have, have to bear for telling lies about our history and continuing to tell the lies. Uh, as, as Minashi De had said, that the uh, the, uh, the controversy was created by leftists that the you know about the uh, about the site about the Janma Bhumi, the controversy that they created about okay like existence of that uh, of the destruction of the uh, mosque uh, of the of, of the of the temple in 1528 and the building of that Babri structure uh, you know was really of a of quite a recent origin and the it was the reaction, okay, to the Ram Dhamma Bhumi movement uh, coming to the center stage, okay, which you uh, know in, in the late, uh, in the second half of the of 1980s. Uh, it is not just a center stage only at the political level. It was also center stage at the civilizational and cultural level, uh, and and that is really the reaction to that uh, that they have they started to indulge uh, in in all the lies, okay, that that they are that they are spreading. Right. Very interesting. Okay, like for example, Mr. Narsimha, uh, okay, brought out as a fact about you know that when South Africa okay, became independence, and the people over there were trying to look at their own civilization and culture. Okay, before okay their own colonization, and then they started to see okay how that establishment or recognition of their own uh, heritage uh, is to be done in the modern times. And in many ways, I think I was quite very fascinated, personally, uh, you know, at the way Narsimhaji, Okay, has uh, had, had explained uh, about, the, about the whole legal case uh, that uh, he and his uh, team okay, were, were involved in. In many ways, I would say, they have created uh, a lot of jurisprudence, uh, which will help in the future. And answers questions okay, that the court asked Questions, okay, that they put up, okay, for uh, you know, to be uh, that that was asked, okay, of 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 other people. Uh, those all those particular questions, uh, what 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 they said uh, was really so 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 very important. Uh, that that uh, you know that you know, is, is this is this going to help? I'm sure, okay, people of many many particular uh, countries whose history. Okay, uh, before a particular period of time, you uh, know, either does not ex- ex- uh, exist today in terms of at the conscious level. Uh, how to bring that what exists in the, in the subconscious level to the conscious level? I think many of those particular questions that the court asked to uh, uh, you know before they arrived at this momentous decision on November 9th and the uh, uh, and the Hindu side, okay, presented those particular answers to the court i think, i'm sure okay that will help further, and this is really what is going to be the great uh, benefit of the of the movement beyond just to okay, making a uh, building, uh, building a temple a temple of course is important because when we say that my, uh, like, uh, sri ram is the Maryada purushottam then we should ask okay what kind of monument should exist okay at his at his birthplace so this this question i think you know is today for now has been uh, has been answered and from August 5th, the appropriate uh, construction of that appropriate monument will start, and you know, in, in as short a time as as is possible by this uh, by the team uh, that has been established in the Kashi Ram Janmlo Tirtha Trust. I'm sure okay they will do their utmost possible to make a in the the appropriate uh, structure, all the drawings and. Uh, Physical particular part is there. The construction will start, and soon, okay, we'll have like a, uh, you know we'll have the Ram Janmabhoomi temple. And it's not only the Ram Janmabhoomi temple that will be existing in that area, which is going to be in excess of about some 80 acres of land. Uh, whereas the temple, uh, the temple uh, footprint will probably occupy not more than a couple of acres, and in the balance, uh, 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 in the land. There will be other uh, this uh, other structures and other uh, places, okay, where events can take place. Uh, you know, uh, people can come. We have uh, facilities for the for, uh, for the yathris, and everything okay will be available. And of course, okay, there will be a lot more that will be required outside that particular hundred acres of, of land, as we see today in all our great uh, pilgrimage sites, uh, whether you take the Rupati Mandir. Whether you take Vaishno Devi, the type of development okay that is taking place outside those, you know, strictly uh, the areas of those particular uh, places of worship or places of pilgrimage, uh, we can see a model that kind of that can that will happen over the next particular like in a decade or so uh, in, uh, this, in 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 Ayodhya. In it's not just a question of economic development, but like a, a development that will take uh, that will give. Facilities, okay, for the Yatris to make their pilgrimage, okay, com- uh, in a, com- a comfortable a comfortable pilgrimage. We should also, you know, to understand, okay, what has happened and what is happening in this case. We should also look at other examples outside, outside of India. See? For example, okay, like, you know, you can see that uh, in the at the World Parliament of Religions uh, in 1893. Uh, when uh, 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 when the Zoroastrian uh, representative uh, Jinanji Jamshedji Modi uh, he spoke about uh, about the Zoroastrian religion at the beginning. Okay, he said uh, these are the quotes. Uh, uh, with the overthrow of the Persian monarchy in eighty six uh, 642, the religion the religion of Zoroastrians uh, uh, received a, a check at the hands of the Arabs who with sword in one hand and quran in the other made the religion of islam both the state religion and national uh, uh, and national religion uh, in the country of what is now uh, called called persia so if you see that this type of iconoclasm okay is not something that is restricted okay to india alone in fact you can see that many of the monotheistic religions okay that went as invaders and subsequently, okay, like other particulars of uh, uh, strict totalitarian systems uh, that were sought to be established, iconoclasm, okay, was an integral part of their attempt to establish, okay, their their own religion. Even uh, even until until very recently in China, uh, the uh, you know the uh, all the particular places that were associated with Confucius were uh, were being okay like destroyed or 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 uh, the the uh, use of the structures okay were changed from what they original, uh, originally existed and also that like uh, a, a very serious attempt okay was made by the uh, chinese communist party to uh, uh, you know to minimize the theory the importance of of uh, confucius as part of the chinese national consciousness they did succeed to a certain extent, uh, you know, you see, and that is why many times you see in, in these places certain amount of say, the, you know, unrootedness amongst the people and not an affinity to their own culture, as Narasimha Ji has said in his own, uh, in the presentation that one of the serious aspects okay, that was brought to the court and the court accepted it is the continuity of our civilization. And, and we see it today that like Hinduism is the oldest surviving civilization. Uh, you know, see, but at the same time, let us not forget that this, what uh, has happened, the attempts that were made to destroy the Hindu civilization was not something unique okay, to India. Uh, what is unique is that we survived, uh, whereas the other civilizations are, are you know, as, as civilizations. Okay, don't really exist. Okay, you can take Egyptian civilization, Mesopotamian, even in the South America, the Aztecs or Incas. Uh, not much is known about the civilizations. Okay, that uh, pre-colonial civilizations uh, in, uh, in 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 Africa. Uh, but wherever, okay, like saying the but we do know, for example, okay, the uh, pre uh, the, the ancient civilizations that existed in many of the. Southeast Asian countries, uh, you know, and Japan, and in we also know that in many of these civilizations, they are the civilizations, there is a very strong Hindu influence, and uh, influence okay that is okay accepted okay by those particular people of those countries okay with gratitude, and today okay they uh, they still have uh, like uh, in, in the memory uh, uh, performances and uh, you know cultural performances in the name of Sri Ram. Uh, in a, and, and other, other deities. If, some, if people are going to Vietnam, uh, I would strongly recommend okay, that they go to, uh, uh, to Da Nang uh, and, and not just Hanoi and uh, Ho Chi Minh City. And at Da Nang, there is a huge museum, what is called a Champs Museum. And in that particular, if you step inside into, the, into that museum, you will think that you're in a museum okay, of, of, of somewhere in India. You can see all the particular Hindu deities, large numbers of shirka, of Ganesh, large numbers of Lakshmi, like, you know, and, and other other deities, you uh, know, uh, in, in, uh, in in that museum. And there's a place called Okay Maison uh, where uh, that uh, the uh, original capital of uh, of the Chams dynasty exists over there. And there is a number of Shivlings okay that you will see at that at that place is quite quite amazing. Uh, yeah, we have and the archaeological Survey of India i think have in the last about six, seven years have started a project over there of some of of renovating some of the some of the temples that were destroyed uh, when the uh, this, when the Americans okay, bombed that area in their fight against the Weedco. So these are all the particular things today that are coming up, and this consciousness okay, of, of the Hindu consciousness, the Hindu researchers. Either, uh, either reflect, an impact, is uh, a continuation of the Sri Ram Janmabhoomi movement. So it's not only that, like you know, the temple will come, uh, the uh, temple that will come up will accelerate. Okay, this uh, this uh, this civilization, and I'm sure. Okay, that so many things that which we are today have been made to forget, uh, they will today. Okay, come out. Okay, more and more. Okay, this. Okay, strongly. Uh, in you uh, know in in, uh, in, uh, in in our country, and we also should see that like what has happened in other places as I mentioned, that you know you know take uh, take take the case in uh, uh, like in Poland, Poland was was part of the you know of of Russian colony for quite a long time, and you know and in Poland. Uh, we had this uh, 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 when they uh, when the Russians okay, were, had, had occupied that place in the uh, in the late uh, 19th century. Uh, they had built one very la- very large st- uh, 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 a cathedral uh, uh, of the Russian Orthodox Church. This was built okay, in a prominent place in Warsaw. It did not okay, uh, it was not built okay, by destroying a, a, a Catholic church and, and this Orthodox church okay, was built. But as as anybody visiting Russia, you will see that this uh, Russian Orthodox Church has very like uh, you know unique architecture, and you know it, you cannot okay miss it just by looking at it. You can you will say that this is a Russian Orthodox Church. So when Poland okay became, became free became decolonized in 1919, one of the first acts that they did was. To, uh, in a, in a, to uh, bring down this particular church. Because they saw this church, okay, uh, the Russian Orthodox Church, just as okay, like the objective of building that church was similar to what the objective of, of, uh, of building that uh, the Babri structure that stood there until uh, December 6, 1992. Uh, it was not really uh, the idea was to uh, uh, signify that there was a dominance. Of an external uh, uh, of an external agency, an external rule, uh, which was in many ways culturally okay, very uh, different okay, from the indigenous indigenous space, the same thing as what Mr. K, uh, of of Jay has said, that what was presented uh, in uh, this, in the court, this type of monuments okay, of the slavery of the conquered lands or the people of the conquered land uh, did not okay, restrict itself only to places of worship. In Prague, uh, there was a huge okay, Stalin statue uh, that overlooked the city that was built. And this was built okay, uh, you know, this was built okay, by the uh, uh, Marxist rulers of, 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 of the then Czechoslovakia. Uh, you know, you see. And the again the objective of those of that Marxist ruler, because that Marxist ruler had you know, had that had the affinity to Marxism. And not to the culture of of Czechoslovakia, and Stalin okay, was an important part in their uh, in their hierarchy of Marxism, and, and it was built uh, it was built. It was really quite a massive, particular st- a statue. Uh, however, uh, you know if, uh, that in the uh, in some time in the uh, uh, while it was uh, 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 during the ex- initial part of the existence of of that statue after it was completed. Uh, there was a a big movement that was started in the Soviet Union to de-Stalinize or de-Stalinize the memory of uh, of, of uh, 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 or, or what let me see uh, you, you know remove the memory of Stalin okay from the try to against the consciousness amongst the people in the so in the Soviet Union for what Stalin was Stalin and what Stalin did. Uh, that you know the number of people that that uh, of uh, that were killed, number of people killed that were Russians that were killed, uh, uh, you know during during his regime, uh, you know all that was to then being talked about, and when that particular thing became the uh, became the rule, uh, the same Marxist particular rulers in Yugoslavia uh, then started to take a project okay of destroying that uh, that that statue, and 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 you won't see it today. If anybody goes to prague uh, from the city across the river, okay you will see a huge metronome uh, which is really where that, uh, where the stalin statue is, uh, stood so, the, uh, so this destroying okay, their own uh, the, uh, you know the monuments of slavery you know, is not unique okay to uh, to India and not unique and today we are seeing in uh, in America uh, under this uh, black lives Matter movement. So many statues of of the of, of the uh, of those of the uh, you know perpetuations of uh, who were involved in the business of slavery, even in Bristol University, where uh, in Bristol uh, where I had gone to study uh, that uh, you know that uh, uh, person uh, Colton, I think his name name is uh, who uh, who was a great. Uh, Uh, but because okay, his role in the uh, in, uh, in, uh, in the in in the in the slavery movement, okay, his statue was also okay destroyed, and it was thrown into the uh, into the uh, into the river into the Avon River okay that uh, that flows through uh, through through Bristol, and you know it, I'll give you one more example okay that was in the case of Korea. When it was under the, the colonization of, of of Japan, there was a very big okay. The colonial administration was built in the premises of the emperor, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, of the of of Korea, uh, the ruler uh, in his old palace palace premises, and that uh, it was built in such a way uh, that you could not see the uh, in the palace itself uh, into uh, so that. People of uh, the, the Koreans okay, were well, suffered. Attempts were made for the uh, that you, uh, uh, you, you try and make, make the Koreans forget okay, their, their own history by, uh, by, uh, uh, by hiding their particular monuments. This hiding of monuments, even in India or, or uh, you know, was part of the British uh, colonization project, like in uh, in, uh, in, uh, in, uh, in Maharashtra. Uh, you know the at raigad fort which was the capital uh, capital fort of shivaji the, uh, you know the you if you go there today you will see a lot of destruction that ha- uh, you know, uh, of the of the structures uh, attempts are being made made to reconstruct them but why did, and that destruction did not happen as part of the of the the maratha maratha british war which the last war okay, which the marathas lost uh, it happened afterwards because the people of the from from maharashtra were going up to that particular fort to raigad and they were they, uh, they were to take an inspiration of what existed uh, what existed over there so to uh, to recover okay, this like, uh, of of our own heritage even in the, not just in terms of uh, of of uh, of of uh, Call it like civilization uh, but also in terms of our monuments okay that recovery I think is also very important to do and I think you know that is really what we need to uh, what, we, what we need to look at uh, and and ensure okay that it happens know as quickly as possible uh, you know again, can I just uh, have a confirmation that my voice is being heard yes sir we can hear okay. you well we can see yes. you well. All right, okay. Because I'm having like a little problem, okay, at at, at my end to see uh to see what is happening. I uh, think we we'll, yeah start the Q and A, Yeah, yeah. Okay, I will. Uh, yeah, uh, I yeah I can I know that like okay there's a, the, the the time the time has gone. But as I said, okay, many of the things okay that I wanted to say already have have been uh, covered properly, okay, by both uh, Minachiji and this and and and, and, and Narsimhaji. I just wanted to give a little bit of a larger uh, uh, perspective of what I call that uh, beyond beyond the bricks and mortar, and also the question that saying that you know Hindus are not the you know Hindus are not the unique uh, uh, you know, people who have been affected okay by this uh, by, uh, by by the vandalism. I am sure okay like I see that there are quite a lot of questions, so I, I will I will stop at this particular point. And I, you know, and I will hand over back to uh, to the uh, to the organizers uh, to uh, you know to take the program forward.
0: Thank you very much, sir. Uh, you have very uh, brilliantly you know, brought forward the perspective that you know Indians and Hindus are not the uh, only sufferers of an iconoclasm, and uh, even something like a Communist Party of China continues to indulge in iconoclasm and the kind of destruction they have done of their own cultural uh, 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 and civilizational artifacts is there for all to see.